0: Hello, it is uh, September um, 12th and I'm uh, in Sterling actually on the banks of the Potomac River looking across the river at Maryland. Um, I was hoping to have a guest for my second uh, episode of the podcast, but uh, it kind of might be like one of those things where um, I just don't really feel like calling people and and, uh, organizing it, so I might do quite a few episodes of just me, unfortunately. But hopefully it'll be uh, the ones with just me will be as good as ones with guests. Um, I kind of assumed that I was gonna do all the episodes uh, either at my place or whatever, but I I think I'm gonna try this episode um, right here, right now, but most of the episode will be me driving. I'm actually gonna be driving home to Manassas. Um, The reason why I'm up here is actually because I uh, donated plasma. Um, I actually had uh, COVID-19 in uh, April and May. Mostly May, but I was actually diagnosed on April 30th, or that's when I was tested. So I donated plasma for that, um, which was a really grueling experience, but it's the only thing I do that's actually, like, good for anyone besides myself, at least in my eyes. Maybe, maybe I actually do good things other than that, but, uh, I don't think I do very much bad at all, but most of the stuff I do is just for myself, so it's kind of neutral. In my, in my eyes, it's neutral. Um... Some people might think that exercising is good for society because it makes you a better person or whatever. Um, which is very arguable, but I you know, as far as directly helping people, the as of right now, the only thing that kind of volunteer work or whatever I do is donating plasma <laughs> once a month. But you know, it's I'm I'm earning my stripes because it's in my opinion, because it's uh it's grueling. It's not it's not that easy. Um 20 years ago, I used to donate blood when I could. Not not literally every month, but quite a bit. I donated blood. Um, and then actually, after September 11th, 2001, which yesterday was the 19-year uh, anniversary of, but anyways, after September 11th, 2001, it became much more difficult to uh, donate blood. And I was born in Germany and lived there for a year in 1980 because my dad was in the Air Force. Um, so... Because I was close to England, and there's the uh, mad cow disease, for 20 years I was not able to donate blood. Because they were just really um, discriminatory. That's not the... They're really uh, strict or whatever. I don't mean like discriminatory in the bad way, but in the in the way where it's just like really picky. Because that, u- that word is used in multiple contexts. So yeah, I just started my car. And I'm actually going to try something... Um, I have a little music in the background, I don't know, I guess it's supposed to, you know, keep my thoughts flowing or something, and I'm going to roll up the window, maybe turn the AC on, so the audio quality can be as good as possible, and if worse comes to worse, I just won't use this audio, unfortunately, but I'm really hoping that this is a good episode. Uh, For one thing, I think that if I was walking or driving, that... Um, my mind would be a little more sporadic and it might be, it might be a little bit more interesting actually, a very spastic, sporadic mind. Um, so, you know, I can definitely go too far in that direction, but at the same time, um, if I'm just, I, I can also be kind of talking like a, in a b- boring manner. I don't want to do that either. Um, I wasn't planning on, uh, recording an episode today, but it's, as of now, it's been two weeks since I recorded the last one. And I um, actually like probably one of my first guests will probably be my friend Matt. Um, But I just didn't have the energy to like organize with him today. I'm looking forward to doing an episode with him for sure. And hopefully some other people too. Uh, One thing I'd like to point out or whatever is that uh, if people don't listen or I'm not wording this very well, because I've told three people on the phone, I've told a couple other people on the internet about... Uh, this podcast, So I told three people on the phone the concept of the podcast and two out of three, two thirds of the people I told did not did not understand the concept. Um, I said the concept is uh, moving experiences and living situations that make you want to move. So, you know, you know, most likely the m- actual moving experiences that, you know, packing up the U-Haul and actually moving or whatever It's probably gonna make up very, very little content because there really isn't that much to that unless someone has a good story about it or whatever. And honestly, the the mundane parts about that, I find interesting, like I I would be interested in, you know, like I packed up a U-Haul and and, uh, blah, 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 whatever, you know, I I went down this one street and then I went down this one street and, you know, (laughs) I mean, it sounds really boring, but I, I think it'd be interesting and I think that I could make other people's stories interesting by asking them various details or whatever. But, um, but I mean, like, basically, the, the, the bulk of the podcast, as far as the actual subject matter, is going to be uh, living situations that make you want to move, you know, as opposed to actual moving experiences. But when I told the two, uh, you know, these are three separate conversations, two out of three people thought when I said moving experiences and living situations that make you want to move, two out of three people thought that I said moving experiences and I shut my mouth. It's like I, I don't know how how like I, I don't know if it's just it's stupidity on their part or if it's um if it's extreme rudeness. <laughs> and I'm willing to name names. I I'm definitely a name namer. Um and I just uh I, I think that I have a good handle on like what I can and cannot say to to get avoid getting sued. And it might I mean I I might have to look into this a little bit, but I think that if uh if I only say people's first names and I don't say last names, I think I think it's basically impossible to get sued. So uh, one person that somehow got the wrong impression was Daxton, um, a guy I know. Another person was Ronnie. And the, and the person that got the right impression that actually understood the concept of the podcast was my friend Nat. Um, I, I don't know how Ronnie... Ronnie's pretty smart. I don't know how he thought I was... Uh, talking about um, only moving experiences and not living situations that make you want to move but apparently that's what he thought I said. Ronnie likes to talk about politics and he wants to he wants everyone to vote Republican and uh, he wants especially his friends and family to vote Republican. Like I think Ronnie's the type of person that if he could have three of his friends vote Republican and sacrifice, and it, and sacrifice the state of Iowa voting Republican. He doesn't realize, like the state of Iowa, if, if he wants the Republicans to win, the state of Iowa is more important than um, three of his friends. But he doesn't. I don't think he. I don't think he gets that, to be honest. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure he would object. But that's my opinion. And uh, and I definitely don't want this this podcast to be a political uh, podcast it can be but um like with my friend matt for example he um he's uh, reluctantly going to vote for donald trump and he says uh, he doesn't think there's any choice or whatever and i'm doing the opposite i'm you know, i'm not reluctantly but i'm going to vote for joe biden and i also don't think there's much of a choice i don't see how you could go the other way but in my opinion that's completely fine we can be friends with each other and there's no problem and i'm pretty sure that matt is on that is on that page too um, but a lot of people. This has been. This the year is 2020. It, in my opinion, this has been going on going on since 2004. Although I would say that it it has not been as bad in 2008 and 2012, when Obama when Obama was running for office both times. But people like like divorce their spouse over who who they're voting for or whatever. It was real bad in 2004, and I think it was also real bad in 2016. And this year, I mean. This this country acts like it's it's on the brink of a civil war a lot of times. I mean, not all the time, but a lot of times. And it's just like, can't you just let people think what they're going to think and not like need for everyone in your circle to feel exactly the way that you do? And and this, definitely the Democrats are, not the Democrats, I, I wouldn't call it, say the Democrats, but the liberals are definitely equally as bad and possibly even worse, the, the extreme... Uh, extreme left lately has been very like forceful and adamant that everyone has to think exactly the way they do and there's and like there's a lot there's a huge element of the extreme left that is basically against the freedom of speech and like that that needs to be stopped Uh, but anyways like I said this is not a political uh podcast and um yeah but I think it's kind of funny because like well I guess just one more thing on this But people like Ronnie and like a lot of like the Fox News that he watches and stuff, will when they see like violent protests in places like Portland, Oregon, they'll say like that's the Democrats. They'll say like like they'll act as if Nancy Pelosi is out there, you know, doing this violent protest or whatever, and that's not the same thing. It it kind (laughs) of it reminds me of like how people that uh, move to the U.S. from a communist country tend to vote Republican, which doesn't make sense to me because it's because like yeah, yes voting Democrat is closer to communism than republic than voting Republican. But it's so far from communism that you're not going all the way in that direction. Like you don't, I think that people overcorrect too much. And I, and I also think people that move from to the United States from like, kind of right-wing regimes, like they do the opposite. Like they'll vote, they'll always vote Democrat, which usually makes sense for honestly for a foreigner to vote Democrat because Democrats, you know, are more uh, be- beneficial for the for poor, the poor. And usually, usually a foreigner is, is lower than, you know, middle class or whatever. But, I mean, here in Northern Virginia, that's definitely not the case. It might even be the opposite a lot of times. Huh. So here I am talking politics when I said I wasn't going to. <laughs> I'm trying to do it from, like, what I consider to be a neutral perspective. I don't, I'm trying not to, I guess, <laughs> I'm trying not to offend anyone, but I'll probably just offend everyone. or Or maybe jokingly say that I'm trying to offend everyone. So anyways, I'm uh, driving um, in Sterling still. I'm on the Cascades something parkway or something. And I'm going to go down the street that... Um, so when I first uh, got the job in Sterling in um, November of 2012, I um, I, I thought I... So I ended up taking six months to, to move up to the area. But I assumed that I was going to move up way earlier because of, like, like I said in my last podcast, all that pressure I was getting. Um, and... Um, so, and I lived like at least an hour away. So I would leave and, I, and especially at the beginning, I was very cautious and I would leave really early to go to work. And sometimes I would get to the, the area like almost 30 minutes early. And I, I don't, I, and it was like so early that, um, well also like I wasn't really in the mood to go to McDonald's or Starbucks or whatever and just sit there for a little while. Oh, and it was also, I guess it was. I could have just taken a walk or whatever, but I guess it was kind of on the cold side for the most part. Um, so I would drive around a lot in this area. And, uh, and I, and I um, remember specifically going down this one road and like seeing um, seeing houses like in the distance and thinking like, I might be moving there, blah, blah. blah. And they didn't look very good. So I kind of, it was kind of like a, almost a bad thing. Like I might be moving there, but almost like an adventure or whatever. And I was thinking before I started this podcast, and this is one reason that one made me want to do this podcast. While I was driving and starting off in Sterling, that like you know I, I had in my mind like what what it was going to be like to live up here and all that, um, and like it being kind of crazy, and like it, and then it ended up being crazy in a completely different manner, like it, a different type of crazy. Like I definitely didn't expect to be moving around so much for sure, um, but you know, but that's what I did. And let's see, I hope I didn't miss the turn. <laughs> it's, it's funny, I'm like looking for a, and I, I did, I, um, <laughs> this is really weird music. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Okay. I kind of forgot about that experience. Um, and then last summer, I actually, uh, I was kind of between jobs or something. And I had a training session in uh, Sterling and Ashburn, mostly Sterling, actually. And um, it was actually somewhat the same thing, like, we would have, but it was not the exact same thing. Like, I would get up here, and we'd have, like, three hours of training. And then, like, we would have, like, three hours in the middle of the day of nothing to do. And it was, a, it was the summer, so it was definitely too hot to, to walk around because I'd be sweaty, you know, coming back to work after that. And I didn't want to be sweaty or whatever. Um, so I, I, would drive, I drove around Sterling a little bit that time, too, and Ashburn. And um, I just happened to go down this one street, and it reminded me of, of uh, November, December, 2012, possibly even January, 2013. And um, driving around Sterling, thinking I was going to live in Sterling because I didn't know the job. Well, I knew the job was moving to Ashburn. I mean, you could easily live in Sterling and work in Ashburn, or vice versa. But uh, I, 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 if I was going to move up here, I wanted to move as close as possible to work. I mean, why not? <laughs> um, so now I'm now I'm on that road that I was talking about. And like, especially, I guess, because right now it's summer. It, I know it's September, but it's still it's summer. There's no leaves on the trees or anything. Or, the leaves on the trees are not changing yet right now. But yeah, so it seems like very summery. But um, because it's so summery, it, it seems like a rural uh, road that I'm on right now. I think it's, I think this is the road that I, and I, if this is not the road, I'm not. Defi- I'm definitely not looking for it. I'm just going home. Because it's ridiculous to drive around to try to relive some stupid memory. <laughs> this is probably the road it goes up it goes up this hill and then it goes down the hill and then like down the hill is um some townhouses or something and they don't they they don't look terrible or anything but they they look a little kind they look a little run down and sterling is kind of interesting because uh part of it is like really new and like kind of quote unquote rich or whatever and then a lot of it is really old and like the opposite um so i'm from woodbridge and like the ba- the the quote unquote I'll just put a quote unquote there to save save myself um, bad part yeah I I think I I think I'm in the area but the thing is in the summer you just can't see all that stuff that I that I saw in the winter I'll have to go down this road sometime in the winter if I remember it would be definitely be cool to do it while recording this podcast for sure. Yeah, this is pr- almost definitely the road because it, it does this thing. It goes up a hill and then it goes down the hill and then it kind of connects back to uh, Route 7. So it comes from Route 7. So- it it kind of comes from the Route 7 area and then c- goes back to the Route 7 area. It kind of goes behind a, a big shopping center, actually. Because I remember thinking, like, I was trying to get, like, in, you know, in 2012, I was thinking, like, oh, I was trying to get into these neighborhoods and see if the neighborhoods are like, but it just spat me, spat me out b- back on the road. I, I don't know if that was grammatically correct um, it may have it's somewhat grammatically correct in my head, and I'm going to use the excuse that um for for anything I say today, I'm using the excuse that I donated plasma and my mind not be might not be working right, <laughs> possibly even doing the episode itself. Ugh. guy next to me gave me this look I think but he it was just a curious look just my paranoid brain. Why is he looking at me like that? He's just like looking at the car, pulling up. You know, he wasn't giving me a dirty look at all. Just like, who is this car pulling up? That's all it was. But in my head, I was like this, this judgmental a-hole. I'm not uh totally sure like um if I'm gonna. I think I think I pretty much have to allow, you know, bad language to be spoken on the podcast. You know, especially with my guests and stuff. If I actually have any guests, um cuz I think it'd be better. But then like the thing is and then I don't know what kind of content I'm going to talk about completely. But if I, you know, talk about risque content, then I might not be want to share it with various people, like family members or whatever. I mean, so far I'm pretty much not going to share it with family members, but um you know, it'd be it'd be nice to in a perfect world. <laughs> and and I honestly it'd be nice to share it with anybody no matter what's talked about, like, that's how society should work, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it would be okay, but I, I kind of don't, I don't know, it's half, half of that, half of that is just me, you know, my own, like, worry or whatever, like, oh, I don't want Aunt blah, 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 to to know that I said this on the podcast, it's just stupid, like, I shouldn't care, <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I should just have this attitude of like, I hope, like, I hope it offends them. Or, you know, not, I mean, not, not that attitude, but like, uh, like, I'm not, there's not a, I wouldn't do anything to, to, you know, sacrifice my rep, sacrifice my, my values or my, my blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the uh, music on right now is like chamber music. <laughs> so, oh, so I wanted to, hmm, talk about, I want to talk about the uh the sterling stuff for sure. But yeah, so the uh the job moved um yeah, and, and like I said, so that 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 time period, it's now 2020. This is like I mean the the entire time period is between the end of 2012 and the beginning of 2015. So it's like it's a relatively small time period and it's also over 5 years ago and it just like burns in my brain and stuff. Um in Oh yeah, so here's here's one thing to talk about. Like, um, I I uh, like to go to the Netherlands and like Amsterdam, for example. Um, but I haven't been there in um, almost seven years. And uh, actually, the last time I went there was when I lived in Ashburn. It was when I lived in the first place in Ashburn. Um, but yeah, so but I used to like obsess about going back going back to. Um, to the Netherlands, like all of the Netherlands, not just Amsterdam at all. Um, and then I went back three times, but it's not, um, and I guess that going back there, like, you know, kind of satisfied that somewhat, but I, um, cause, uh, cause I used to like, I used to look it up on Expedia a lot. And I think this is very similar. I think this is definitely relevant for the podcast because, um, uh, I also was, you know, definitely considering moving there. I was, I was considering uh, teaching English in Europe, and I was really wanted to teach English in either the Netherlands or, or Belgium. Um, but I was willing to te- teach it in other places in Europe, too. This was like right after I went to the, ne- the Netherlands. The Netherlands—it's kind of hard to say that country's name. Um, their their name for the country is actually Nederland, and uh, they and they they all call it Holland, uh, which is actually. Uh, polit- politically incorrect and pretty much just incorrect, but they pretty much all call it Holland. But it's funny because like the commercials and stuff over there will say Nederland, um, because it, because it is incorrect and it is also politically incorrect to say uh, Holland. And the reason why it's politically incorrect is because um, there's 12 provinces over there and two of them have the name Holland in them. So two of, two of the two of the 12 provinces are Holland, and they're very populated. But there's you know there's still a huge part of the uh, population that's outside those provinces. So, um, or at least that's what I, I mean. A lot of this stuff is like stuff I read online, which I don't know how much you can trust all of it. But I think it's funny that almost every Dutch person will say Holland when they refer to their country. But um, on the commercials that are in the Netherlands, they never say Holland. They always say Nederland. Um, yeah. So my point with, uh, and I, I could definitely talk about that for a very long time. But uh, my point uh, why I brought it up is um, that I used to, like, obsess about going, to, going back to the Netherlands, and I went back a few times or whatever. But um, the, last th- the last time I've been there was 2000- 2013, and the first time was 2007. So, be- you know, that's, like, six years. Like, be- between 2007 and 2013, I was, like, looking, in- looking up flights on Expedia a lot. And I, was, like, I always had in my head, like, two months from now, whatever, whatever now was, 200- two months from now, I'm going to be in the Netherlands for, you know, a few days. Like, in like a few days is like kind of satisfying for me. Like when I'm on those type of vacations, like time goes slow, like in a good way anyways. And like, you know, I really live, I'm really living the moment or whatever. So I'm like, um, so yeah, I've been there for, I I actually one time uh, was there literally for three nights and I have like, you know, this was in 2009. So it's 11 years ago. Um, and I have memories from that, you know, still, and it was, like, one of my um, greatest times there or whatever. Like, you know, it was a pretty cool time there. So, but my point my point with all of this is that, uh, is that, you know, between 2007 and 2013, um, I was, like, obsessed with it, and I'd look it up on Expedia a lot. Um, actually, the, the third time I went there was 2010. So between 2010 and 2013, it was actually way less. Like, I got pretty satisfied in 2010. But, um... I I would look it up, uh, on like Expedia and like all that, like way less, you know, after the time in 2010, but I still, I still was pretty obsessed with it. Um, but the the funny thing is that, um, that obsession with, uh, the Netherlands and Belgium, um, has kind of turned, uh, in my, I kind of realized this real recently. I've kind of known it for a long time anyways, but a lot of that has turned into an obsession with, uh, with Ashburn, actually, um, I moved away from Ashburn in uh, February of 2015, and um, and then I had to—I <laughs> was in this play in Sterling, oddly enough. Um, so I was, uh, I, we, so I had, we had to do play practice or whatever like a few times a week. Uh, a week, so a few times a week, I had to drive an hour, and I—I just—I uh, was in the mindset like I didn't want to quit things because I used to quit things a lot, like when I was a lot younger. So I would really want to stick with it, even though it was like completely pointless to stick with it I I should have um when I got laid off from that job I should have just immediately told them like I can't do the play and like they would have had plenty of time to choose someone else you know but um so I still went to play practice I drove to Sterling from Woodbridge like an hour drive one way just to go to play practice a few times a week like it's pretty awful you know and um so so then the play happened in the at the end of February um and I moved moved out on February 15th. So this is this is actually only two weeks. So for only two weeks after I moved uh, back to Woodbridge, I uh, com- you know I commuted to Sterling for a play practice. But luckily that was only two weeks. So I guess that's that's one reason why I stuck with it. Is um, after I got laid off, I still lived in uh, Ashburn for uh, about a month actually. So during that time period, I um, you know I I was looking for a job and also uh, going to play practice in Sterling. Um, so yeah, so then, uh, for March of, uh, 2015, um, so it was 2015 was when I left Ashburn, but yeah, March of 2015, um, I, oh yeah, I didn't go to Ashburn at all. Sorry. I, I knew there'd be a problem with, uh, driving and, um, doing this at the same time. Oh, actually speaking of, uh, things that are bad my car is having problems I've known about this for a long time shit well okay hold up. okay well okay good um, yeah, so I, I should not drive this car. Actually, I really should just take this car somewhere to get looked at. That was pretty awful. Okay, I turned that off now. So my accelerator wasn't working, um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and the, and I was driving, like, you know, 65 miles an hour, and everyone around me driving 65 miles an hour, and there's, and there's, uh, lanes coming in from, from actually from Ashburn, oddly enough, um, or maybe it was Sterling, but anyways, I'm on 28 South now, and, like, I'm passing Herndon. Um, but yeah uh, there 's oncoming traffic, and I was thinking of like pulling over because this happened one time um, and I and Matt, Matt of all people who I mentioned was actually in the car with me um, so I, and we were also far away from Manassas where both of us uh, lived, and we still live there, although he 's moving away but anyways um we were far away from Manassas, and uh, I, I pulled over, turned off the engine, and then uh, started the engine, and the car worked fine as far as getting home but this is a pretty big problem and I, I should, um, get this fixed. (laughs) Okay. So actually it's September right now. The, uh, the car, um, needs, um, a, Oh, the car needs a safety inspection. So I might as well, I mean, the way that I see everything, I should get the safety inspection. And then if it passes the safety inspection, then I should, look about getting the car fixed because the thing is that if it's going to honestly, this car is a 1994, uh, Mercury grand Marquis and, and then once again, the year is 2020. So, um, the car is 26 years old. Um, if it, <laughs> if it, um, sorry, I have to like gather, gather my thoughts. I hope this is a good episode. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. If, if it fails the safety inspection, it's gonna need like eight, even $800 dollars worth of work. I probably would just uh, say scrap the car and, get, and um, give it away. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna right now I'm gonna try to get to uh, get to Manassas um, with this stupid car. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so it's been doing this for like two years, this thing where the accelerator doesn't work. But usually it doesn't work for, like, less than a second, and then it works, and it's kind of scary, but just now, like, back there, it was not working for, like, 10 seconds or something, which is on the, inter- on the I'm not on the interstate, but it's a road that's as fast as the interstate, or, you know, it's a very fast road, um, and it's kind of scary when that happens, so I put the uh, emergency signal on or whatever, Um yeah. But like the further south I get, it's just the better. I mean, I'll probably I will definitely make it, honestly. But now here's now here's a here's a question. Um I was planning well, so I'm planning on going to the library on the way home. I was planning on uh taking 66 for a little bit, but I think that's definitely a bad idea. Like if this car stops working on 66, which which is an interstate, um that's not a situation I want to be in really. So, I am going I think I'm going to take uh kind of drive more through manassas because i would obviously i'd much rather break down in manassas like on some some crappy some like you know dingy 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 road rather than like the interstate 66 um but yeah i, I gotta be careful with this car now the thing is i've actually taken it to two places that i trust to get uh, now it's yeah it's happening again so i've taken it to two places i trust okay i got Two places I trust to get um, to get this looked at, and both places could not figure out. And this is throughout the last two years, by the way. This wasn't recently, but yeah, both places could not figure out what the problem was, and they charged me like very little. They just charged me to look at it, even though they kept it for forever. So they charged me like a hundred dollars to look at it. But you know, I mean, if anyone knows anything about cars, like their cars are expensive, you know, a hundred dollars is not going to get you very far. Or so, like, so what I'm saying is that even though it sounds like a lot of money, it was actually very cheap. To, uh, get, to get looked at It's pretty standard rate or whatever and, it, and I do mean about 100 I think it was over 100 Both times But yeah um, So I know this other place That I trust And unfortunately it's like An hour away um, It's in the Shenandoah Valley um, Where my mom is from But I Maybe uh, Talk my parents into um, Driving there with me And Dropping the car up there To get looked at And um If they, uh, and then my parents would give me a ride home. Like it's one of those things where it would probably take them a week to look at it. So we would just drive there on like a a Saturday or something. I I think they're not open on the weekend. So, or they're definitely not open on the weekend. So just drop it off and get it looked at and then, then, you know, come home. So I was going to try to stop around 40 minutes. Um, Actually, we're at 30 minutes right now. So maybe I will stop at 40 minutes because uh, I think I think it's exciting for the people, people listening, you know, what's going on with my situation right now. I don't know. Maybe it's not exciting, but I think it's exciting. <laughs> um, you know, because I want people to know how this turns out. So I basically am... I mean, I, I could not go to the library. Like, the thing is, it's out of the way to go to the library. If I don't go to the library... Then um, I can just drive there with my uh, other car. That's another reason I'm not that concerned about this car. Is that I have another car. It's, I, I think it's, I think everyone should have two cars because um, I, I think the only people that sh- that shouldn't feel the need to have two cars are um, the rich. Are rich people? I think upper middle class, middle class, lower middle class, and lower class. Everyone, everyone that those groups should have two cars because. Um, there's a, there's a bunch of reasons, but one is that when you like people get screwed over so bad whenever um, a car dies and they have and they desperately have to get a car and they don't and they just like and and they have to get it like you know like within one or two days because they have to drive to work and things like that or like if they're gonna be if they're gonna um, you know be a little more picky then they have to then they have to take Uber to work for like a month or something. Um, which I, I don't know, maybe that's not, maybe that's not that expensive. Maybe that's not terrible to take Uber to, to and from work every day for a month. But, um, like one argument against having two cars is that you have insurance for both cars, but like <laughs> this is 1994 grand marquee, the insurance is very, very low. And, uh, we have car tax in Virginia and my, my annual, uh, car tax for this car is $25. So like if I can't come up with $25 to have, peace of mind of having a second car like i better be able to come up with 25 dollars for that like that's a yeah but uh, i guess i guess one argument against having two cars is that this car is terrible and like um my other car died like i don't really want to rely on this one but that actually happened uh two, two years ago um i had uh, two cars and um and the other car i had for 11 years is a mercury sable and it um, finally, I don't, for all, for all intents and purposes, it died, but that's not exactly what happened, but I, I gave it away and I, and I only had this car. So this car actually did provide me, um, and it actually gave me like, and I ended up taking four months to buy another car and, and, the, and I didn't buy another car just cause I, I don't think that people need two cars to the point where I would go out, you know, I would like have a Go into a bad situation just to have two cars. Like, I think if people can have two cars, they should. But you know, it's not like you need to go into you know ten thousand dollars debt just to have two cars. That's kind of stupid. But but this car, um so I was you know commuting to work and stuff. This car was like driving me crazy. It's kind of funny that now I'm talking about cars, but to me, in my in my mind, the way that my mind works, like this is very very relevant for this podcast because. Like, uh, you know, this podcast is about, like, living situations that make you want to move. Like, you know, you spend a, a lot of time in your car. You're kind of living in your car. And if your car is bad, then you want to move to have living in a different car. Um, that's, I, I think that's very arguable. I'm sure that sounds like a bunch of BS to whoever. But that's what I think. <sighs> but I guess I will, I guess, go off, t- go you know, back to the main topic and talk about, um, Oh yeah. So, <laughs> well, the the problem with my sporadic mind going back and forth is that I ended up abandoning some subjects. Like I think that I was talking about something specifically, and I kind of abandoned it. But what I, what I could do is when I uh, listen to my episodes, I could, um, take kind of take notes. And then like on the next episode, I can be like, okay, I want to make a note about this one thing, this one thing, this one thing, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, do it that way. I, I think that sounds great. Actually, I'm not going to worry about what I because I know that I probably abandoned something, but I don't know exactly what it was. Um, but I, but yeah. So so I lived. Uh, so after that job, I um, had another. I had another job for longer, actually, um, from 2015 September 2015 to May of 2019. But I and like had a lot of good moments at that time period or whatever, so it wasn't like a bad time of my life or anything. But I don't have very much nostalgia for that time period at all. Like it's very I feel very unnostalgic about it. And, and especially about that job specifically. Like I feel extremely unnostalgic about that job. And and that's possibly because I was there for so long. I was there almost twice as long as I was at the title company where um where I was when I lived in Ashburn and Sterling. Oh, and (laughs) and as far as the job between 15 and 19, I coincidentally am driving. uh, I'm going to be driving by it very soon. So I finally got to the point of 28 where the you know get to some traffic and everyone's kind of stopped or going 10 miles an hour or whatever. You know, kind of stop and go traffic a little bit. I actually think that will be good for this car. So yeah, I was going to go to the library, but now I'm just gonna just gonna drive. Home because I don't think I should be driving this car right now It's really done very bad Actually And I, you know, and a lot of people would probably just pull it over And have it towed somewhere and take Uber home or something But, um, which I I could do that It sounds like such a long day though Hmm Well, plus, uh, I mean, there's so much, there's so much this and that and the other, you know. Basically, if I can get home, I can, I can, I can take care of this on, you know, a week or two from now, really. Um, although I'm definitely the type of person that likes to get stuff done more immediately, but I'm, I'm kind of wondering if I'm gonna have to abandon this car. <laughs> I don't know. I, have thought, I thought that about this car quite a few times over the last several years. I got this car because my uh, my uncle died at the age uh, in his fifties um, he had this car that had thirty eight thousand miles on it and actually it was my grandmother's before it was his my grandmother's still alive by the way but uh he died and um and so my grandmother gave me the car and then she gave my sister the uh, money that the car was worth which is which was like literally a thousand dollars so because because even back then the car was twenty years old it, i don't know the car may have uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it was worth $1,000. I would think they would have been worth a little more than that, though. But, yeah. And that was my suggestion. I'm a very good person. No. <laughs> but it, I guess it was my suggestion. It's because something like that happened on my other my other side of the family like uh, a long time ago. Um, so that's where I got the idea. But, yeah. <sighs> Let's see. Where are we at now as far as time? <laughs> Oh, 38 minutes. It's about almost 40 minutes. So, yeah, the, I guess the next episode I'll give you an update on what happened with this car, if I got home or not. Right now I'm in Centerville. Um, but there's more... This might be good for me. There's more stop-and-go traffic now. So that's good. It's it's definitely not good to have to have just donated plasma and be dealing with this at the same time. That's a really bad situation. I didn't drive directly to uh, Sterling from from home. I, um... I drove to the W&OD trail and rode my scooter on that for a pretty, wa- pretty long time this morning, actually. And then I drove, then I drove somewhere took a shower because I didn't want to be terribly disgusting with, while donating plasma with, with all the nurses and stuff, just for their own sake because I'm a nice person. And then, I, uh, and, then I drove, and then I drove and got something to eat, which was not good. And then I um, drove to donate plasma. And then I drove... <laughs> to the Potomac River, which is pretty close to that, um, to start this podcast, actually. Well, actually, I, you know what? I came up with the idea on the, on the road, on the drive from uh, donating plasma to the Potomac River. Um, and that's actually, so I was talking about how I would, um, you know, arrive, get to the area early when I, when I was brand new at the job in 2012. Um, one thing I did, besides driving around looking at the neighborhoods and stuff, was I when I drove to the Potomac River in Sterling and uh, just checked that out. Hey, this car is doing really bad. Okay, so we're going to leave you guys on the cliffhanger. We'll let you know what happens. All right, that's all.